Welcome back, everybody. Ah! It's Hell's Podcast. I know you missed us. I missed us. I missed us too. I missed just talking shit about people <laughs> and Gordon for three hours. Christine, how's your last three weeks been? Really good. Yeah. Um, I can't remember anything that happened now. Nice. And I think episode two of Welcome to Mermaid Coffee came out. Nice. And I've been working on episode three. Do you want to remind people what that is? Oh, Yeah. Don't you know? Um, no, Welcome to Mermaid Coffee is my uh, web series put out by our lovely Power Team Studios, which, if you've forgotten, is me, Nick, and our daughter, Banka, and, um, and our huge, beautiful studio, which definitely exists. Ah! Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, it's, uh, it's my web series about being a barista, as told through Barbies in stop-motion animation with a full voice cast. Yes. And it is a comedy. The episodes are very short, some yeah. of them a minute or less. And you should watch it. It's on Instagram and Facebook. But if you want to see the full video, go to TikTok or YouTube. The YouTube doesn't have many views. So if you would check it out on YouTube, I would be so grateful. If you would follow me on YouTube, that would be sick. It's so funny. It's If you've ever worked in food service or you've sympathized with someone who's worked in food service. Exactly. You need to watch this. It's all about the customer service life. Yeah. Yeah. And how occasionally it's slightly difficult. <laughs> slightly, Sli yeah. Just ever so slightly. Yeah. Well, so while you've been doing that, I decided to get a cold. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so I'm also contributing to the family. Thank you. Good job. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you're so, so supportive. Apologies to everyone out there in podcast land who has to listen to my voice for the next hour or so. Uh, it is going to sound like this, but I'm still bringing the same heat. Yeah, bring that heat. This is Nick, he, him, by the way. Oh, and this is Christine, she, they. Yeah, so same old people, new and improved. New and improved. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but yeah, but we couldn't stay away any longer. Ramsey took off for two weeks, so we decided to take off for two weeks uh, because we got to bring you those new episodes. And if they're not bringing new episodes, we can't bring you new episodes. Exactly. And there's no, like, if we could have found a Gordon Ramsey series that was only two episodes long, we would have brought that to you. Yeah. But we couldn't. That, yeah. Because it doesn't exist. That doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Except yeah. is Undiscovered only two episodes long? I don't know. I'll probably never get to that one. Yeah. So yeah. that's, like, last on my list. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm excited to get back into these new Kitchen Nightmare 2023 episodes. Me too. Uh, very excited. Uh, should we talk about our other programming notes since we already kind of started? Oh, yes. Yeah. So Crumb Shoes, which was our first show, our first podcast that you should listen to. It's wonderful. It's about Crime Scene Kitchen, yep. the television show. Yep. Um, so season two wrapped up, what, like a month and a half ago or something like that? Sure. Feels like it just happened, but yeah, season two just wrapped up. So we are going from bi-weekly to monthly on Crumb Shoes because right. we just, there's not as much content. Um, we are re-watching season one, sort of occasionally in between doing interviews with uh, contestants from season two. Right. So we're like trying to secure interviews and everybody's schedules are crazy. And I'm so happy for all of the bakers that their schedules are hectic because that means, you know. They're working. They're working. They're making, I hope they're making money out there. Yeah. 
Um, I know they're always working hard because they're all amazing. Yeah. So uh, that's why Crumb Shoes is going to go monthly for a bit. Um, and then eventually when season three comes out, we'll be back to weekly covering it every week. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, just on the off season, we're going to go monthly. Yes. Um, Power Team Trivia Podcast is still bi-weekly. Coming out strong. And then we also have a new offering that will be coming out uh, around Thanksgiving. Yes. So we're very excited about that. And that, I believe, will be weekly. Yeah, I yeah. think so. So that should be a fun one, too. So plenty of stuff still coming mm-hmm. at you from Power Team from Power Team Studios. Yes. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, just readjusting the schedule a little bit. But, again, Crumb Shoes is not gone. We're oh, just, no. We're just slowing down the pace a little bit so that we don't uh, – so that uh, we can still keep bringing you quality content when we do come to you. Uh, and uh, as we continue to get ready for what will hopefully be season three of Crime Scene Kitchen in the summer of I, I'm like 100% sure it's happening. Oh, I am too. I, I feel just, like it was renewed or we've read something about these. Apparently. All right. Well, folks out there listening, if you don't mind listening to uh, Christine and Wolfman Jack for one episode, <laughs> uh, that's what we're going to be doing this week. If, if you can't stand the sound of my voice, I apologize. Come back and try us again next week. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I think you sound cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. This is literally the best I've got. Whenever I have a cold, people always tell me I sound sexy. So yeah. Yeah. Just fellow baristas, not customers. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's kind of hot. You know what else is sexy? What? Little Haiti. Little Haiti. It is actually the clips they showed at the beginning were very, very sexual. Sexy. Yeah. Yes. It was like people painting each other's bodies. So, okay, because that's that's why I bring up, because that's what I'm going to get to first. So, we're Little Haiti. Yeah. Uh, which is a section of Brooklyn, New York. Or Little Haiti. Little. Depending. Yeah. Uh, we're at a restaurant called The Juicy Box, but fuck that. We're going to come back to that in a minute. Because, we, yeah, we get a feel of Little Haiti. Yeah. And we see the painting. And we see two people dancing. Gyrating. They are dancing and spooning so close. Yeah, it's hot. That if they had been nude, there would have been full-on penetration. It's full-on penetration. And there might have been penetration anyway. There might have been anyway. It. There were Those were tight tights, I think. Tight tights, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it was that... Sexual of it's dancing, so sexual, and yeah. not that I'm opposed to that. Like it's yeah. fine. Do what do what makes you happy. Why whatever. Yeah. Um, Maybe they were setting the stage were, for the name of this. Yeah, place. but but when they were like out in public, so I mean, I don't know if there were kids around or not. But two, like I don't know why that's the clip they showed. They chose to put on national television. That was a strange choice to represent Little Haiti. Yeah. Yeah. And all the clips involve people with paint on them. Yeah, so there's like was the some... gyrating, there was paint on them. Either that's every day there, or there's some sort of paint festival. Maybe paint... every day is a paint party. Paint sex festival. A paint orgy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should move there. Yeah, I mean, it's been years since my last paint sex orgy. <laughs> so you don't have to say sex orgy. It's redundant, like sexy Doug Jones costume. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Anything else about the dancing? 
No, her, that her was the main thing. Little Haiti. Look, looked like a party. Yeah. Do you know much about Haitian cuisine or culture or anything? I don't. We worked with a lot of uh, people who were Haitian yep. um, at one of our jobs at a theme park. Yeah. And uh, I spoke with them, and that is all I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Um, Hi, Haiti. Hi, Haiti. What's up? Yep. Um, yeah, I know that there's Haitian Creole, which is somewhat, it has some similarities with French. Yeah, and you're a Francophone. I'm a Francophone, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you got this. I totally got this, yeah. So between you and my voice, it's always you need to good take for a here. white person to talk about Haiti. <laughs> That's always great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yep. So, yep. okay. So, this is Kitchen Nightmares 2023, episode five, The Juicy Box. Actually, you should leave then, and I'll just go. Bye. I, this I, is really uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm Hispanic, so it's Yeah, at least you're closer. Closer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you can stay. I'll allow it. Oh, that's nice. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so, it's called The Juicy Box. So, there's that. Um, I don't... Does everyone else think sexual immediately when they hear the juicy box, or is it just me? Like, well, again, we've established how sexual little Haiti is. I know, is. it's so very sexual, apparently. Um, so, yeah, I don't know why they didn't just call it the juice box. <laughs> because juice box is a thing, whereas juicy box is not a thing except one thing. That's a really good point. Right? Like, why not just the juice box, y'all? Yep. Um. Anyway... So we have the, uh, it is a family-run juice bar and Haitian restaurant. So awesome, Haitian restaurant. That sounds really cool. Um, the original owner and founder is Jacques Sylvester, who is a uh, businessman who has also, um, their family has started the Waffle Box, which I want to hear more about, and the Smoke Box. Um, the Smoke Box looks more like a, uh, like a store as opposed to a restaurant like maybe they sell like smoking type stuff um that's just what it looked like it had like a merchandise sign so um then uh he gave the keys of the juicy box over to his son q oops uh and that appears to have been a terrible mistake yep um and this is one of those situations where like most of the time on, on this show, we see uh, parents sort of force their kids into it. In this case, Q, like, wanted to take over. He felt ready. He, like, was like, I'll take the reins. And his dad was like, oh, okay. So, um... Well, uh, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. What I noted here mm-hmm. is Q specifically said, I knew more than anybody else. I was 21 years old. I totally missed that. Well, that's how it is. When you're 21, you know that, more than anyone else. That I also thought that when I was 21 years old. Yep. Thank God no one handed me a restaurant My because God. I would have probably done the same shit Q did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so apparently he used to really have the drive. And he says that, his dad says that, that like he used to... Um, really be uh like have passion for this job and you know he's still there every day but we don't really see passion um his sister zappy uh came to quote 
Quotes, zap me. It was always in quotes. Yeah, it's always in quotes. Yeah. Uh, do we learn her real name? I didn't. I don't think we did. She... Uh, Z- oh, Zapruder. Zapruder! Yeah. That's right, from the film. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, so she comes to help out and works front of house, in theory. <laughs> and uh, so she's like waitress um, and stuff. And uh, Tamara, Q's stepmom, says that basically everything went downhill from Q taking over. It's been a disaster. Um, Napalia is Q's stepsister who also works there. And she says that Q really likes the bar and club life. Yeah. So he and Zappy both are into bar and club life. And you see multiple shots of them taking shots. Shot. 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 Everybody. <laughs> um, so I wish we could get. I love that song. I wish we could get that song. It's it's got some problems. It's a little problematic in some areas if you listen to the whole thing. But why would you not just listen to the chorus? So <laughs> that's your fault. Um, so uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Napalia says that his loyalty is more to his friends than to the business. So it's more, it's turned into like, I'm going to party with my friends here at this place that I own, instead of it being like, I need to make money so that we can live. Right, right. Um, So during the pre-Gordon arriving part, they talk about how the, uh, the chef, whose name is Steph, says that the chicken wings have feathers. And um, he says that if Q would get better quality stuff, then they wouldn't have feathers on their chicken wings. Um, Steph says that no one takes Q's directions seriously, that, you know, he's just like a friend hanging out. Yeah. So there's no reason for anyone to do what he says. And then there's also Marjan. Marjan. Uh, he is a waiter and dishwasher, and he says everything is just complete chaos. Um, and I feel it, it would be hard to be a waiter and a dishwasher. Yeah, I think we're going to see later why that's difficult. Yeah. So we'll get to that. But yeah, yeah that's definitely uh, normally you don't see those jobs combined. Yeah. Um, at some point, did someone say shot a clock? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's cute. Ah, nice. Uh, it might be Zabby, but I think it's cute. Oh, and he also said it's 24-7 happy hour. Uh, yeah. So. It's really sad. Yeah. Like, it's a problem. Kind of shows what his priorities are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, oh, and the uh, Jacques says, or maybe Tamara says, that it's, they need, uh, they've put at least a million dollars into this place just to keep it afloat. No. Oh my God. The customers basically that we see are waiting like forever. And a guy is like, did you like your chewy smoothie? So I guess the smoothies are got big old chunks of stuff. Yeah. So that's not great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not a good situation. No, it basically makes me think like, He, through his own desires and laziness, turned the restaurant into, instead of like an all-day, like daytime juice bar and Haitian restaurant, to uh, a shitty bar, uh, 
a shitty bar that happens to make food. Yes. Right. Exactly. And you can all think of like, those like hole in the wall places that are like bars. Yeah. Mainly bars. There's also some food too that sucks. But they're totally half-assing the food. Right. Yeah. Right. Completely. And that's basically what we have here at this point because yeah. we see how much neglect is put into the food. Yeah. Uh, we'll see that and we'll talk about that when we get to it. Uh, and he wants, he doesn't want a juice bar. He wants a bar bar. He just wants to drink. Yeah. yeah. And he wants the people there to enjoy drinking. Yeah. That's the whole point for him. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So then Gordon gets there. Uh, he gets there at 10 a.m. It's locked. Um, so, yeah. Then he, he takes a walk or runs a marathon or something and comes back <laughs> at 2 p.m., and uh, Q says that he watched Gordon Ramsay as a kid, so he's excited. Yeah. And we know this is going to go great, so <laughs> they're going to be besties. Um, so oh. Gordon walks in, and he says the decorations are a hodgepodge. It doesn't feel like a tropical Haitian feel that he was expecting. Um, and I agree with you that like it just it just feels like kind of a, a bar. Yeah. Like it doesn't decoration wise, it doesn't strike me in any way whatsoever. Yeah. There's uh, like nothing interesting. I agree with the hodgepodge assessment. Like I couldn't really get a sense of what it was going for. Yes. I don't think it's going for anything. Yeah. Like and maybe originally it was, but maybe. it's not now. Yeah. Um so uh, the menu is, at least it's not a huge menu, I guess. It's just like a one paper menu and it looks like it was just typed out on regular paper. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And yeah. Gordon never said anything about that specifically. Yeah, surprising. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... Uh, it's like Basil Fawlty typing out the menu. Yes. Yeah, just daily. Like, I don't know, we have this... Grailfriend. Grailfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so... He asks for juice because it's literally called the juicy box. <laughs> and uh, Zappy goes back to the juicer, which she doesn't know how to use. But it turns out it's been broken for six months. So how does she not know that? I don't know. Because she's kind of the second in charge. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I guess no one ever orders juice. Maybe. I mean, I they, they do more smoothies, I guess, is the sense we get from this. But, like, it's a juice. It's called the Juicy Box. So yeah. it's weird that no one's ordered juice in six months. They should have juice in boxes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they just took it off the menu once it broke. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but I, I still don't understand why she wasn't aware of the situation. Yeah, it's really weird. Maybe, okay, here's, what if there's a machine at your workplace that you don't know how to use and you just always assume that it's not broken, you just don't know how to use it. So, like, you're not aware of the status of the machine because you can't tell the difference. Yes. I mean, I've definitely had things that I didn't know how to use at jobs. So. <laughs> You're doing great. You do. Um, so Zabby tells Gordon uh, that the juicer is kind of broken. And so they make him a smoothie, okay. like a green smoothie. Um, there is, she also tells him there's no turkey, there's no snapper, and there's no sliders. Yes. So even though they have this menu that looks like it was just typed up today, it does not, is not current. 
Also, they say at one point that Q has to go to the market all the time and like get more stuff. So that's inefficient. Uh, well, especially because he's going on bicycles, so you can't really transport much on a bicycle. Is he going on bicycle? Yeah, they showed him riding a bicycle. Oh my god, I totally missed that. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much you can do on a bicycle. That's yeah. so sad. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, at one point, I think she says, Gordon loves me. Yeah, so to the kitchen, she's like, she goes into the kitchen, she's like, he loves me. Yeah. Um, yeah, he loves people that don't know what's going on and have a terrible work <laughs> ethic. Yeah, he loves that. Yeah, and this is like, uh, yeah, I will see Q have an interesting thought about what'll make Gordon like him, too, later. Yeah. Like, okay, y'all. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was just adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so she goes to the kitchen and finds out they actually do have Snapper. So he does get Snapper. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, and he spends 30 minutes waiting for what he calls his weird smoothie. Yeah. Um, oh, Q took Gordon's food to the wrong table. Awesome. Yeah. And then Gordon finally gets some food and he, okay, this is a great moment. Yeah. The cutlery is plastic. Yeah. Which, yeah, like, don't do that. Yeah. And uh, so he takes his plastic fork, which he doesn't need because he's about to eat chicken wings. And he takes his plastic fork and, like, bends it against the table so that it breaks. Yeah. As though he was just using it. Like, oh, I was just totally going to use this on my chicken wings. Yeah. And then it broke and went everywhere. Yeah. Um, the way they cut it, I think they want us to think that he's broken on his food. Right. They yeah. want you to think that, but yeah, that's not the situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was very dramatic. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I agree. Like, if you're serving food, like real food, that's not just like sandwiches. Like, yeah, you should use real color. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he has the chicken wings. I will say, I thought the chicken wings, and I don't eat wings, but they looked really good. It looked like yummy fried chicken to me. Um, it wasn't like saucy. It was like a more dry looking thing. I'm not a wing girl, so I didn't really I'm notice. not either, but it looked like just fried chicken. Okay. Um, so he says they taste store-bought. Uh, then there's yelling in the kitchen. It seems like, um... Zabby is a little bit yelly, which we see later. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's not just her, but it, she has a loud voice when she gets upset, it seems like. She might be the instigator. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the waiter slash dishwasher yeah. is having to wash dishes so that they have dishes to put the food on. <laughs> so instead of taking out the food that is ready, he is washing dishes. Yeah, and so then she was yelling at him, like, why aren't you taking out this food? Yeah. But you've given him the job of two people. Yeah, why does he have these two jobs? That so, makes no sense. Yeah, And then r repeatedly, we see, during this point, we see, I think, Zappy, and, and even more Q, like, the, it's obvious they have no system, right? There's no system no in place system. for food. But they they just kind of, like, his food's made, it's just kind of all thrown together on this one table in the center of the kitchen, um, no tickets attached to it. Certain, there's no, like, hot, like, storage, like, a, you know, like a hot shelf right. for food. Like so we would normally see. Right. It's just thrown on this random table. 
And Q is like, why is no one running this? Well, Q, why don't you run the food? Like, you don't, it doesn't have to be the waiter to run food. Managers yeah, can run food. You're allowed to run the food. So, yeah, everyone just kind of stands around wondering when someone else is going to do the job in this place, I think. That is well put. That Thank is exactly the situation. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like Q's whole life is just waiting for someone else to take command. Yeah. It feels like. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, oh, and then, uh, let's see, Gordon goes to the back to get his tacos because he's waiting on them. Zappy says, everyone, so basically she says everyone's feeling anxiety. And then she says, everyone needs a shot. I know I need one. So great. Day drinking. <laughs> um, we should have sung Ladies Who Lunch at the beginning of this. Here's to the lady. Oh, your voice is perfect. Thank you. <laughs> um, next, uh, Gordon is eating his tacos. He says it's dry and cold. The tortillas are cold. Um, Q takes a shot at the bar. Yeah. Cause, yeah, he's stressed out, dude. Then uh, Gordon gets salmon. He says it's dry. He asks for real silverware. And Q says, he says, like, what do you do if a customer asks for real silverware? And Q says, we just give them the plastic and hope for the best. Nice. So, yeah. Like, nice. I mean, if it were, what I wrote here was, like, if it were just a juice and smoothie bar with, like, a couple of sandwiches, I think plastic cutlery would be completely fine. I agree. But if you're serving real food, then... Um, so, oh, then Gordon gets the snapper. He likes it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He says it's quite fresh and seasoned nicely. You're quite fresh and seasoned so, nicely. Uh, at least we know the chef can do stuff, you know? That's yeah. good. Yeah. And the chef never comes across as a problem. There's just no system whatsoever. Like yeah. the tickets are just. I mean, He's not helping. That's true. That's true. Like, he's kind of, like, waiting on someone to take charge, too. Yeah, but, Which yeah. a no chef one's... has to take charge of his kitchen. Right, right. But, uh, but yeah, the, the problems aren't coming from him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, also on the snapper is this sauce, which they call poppy sauce. Yeah. Because uh, Q's grandpa made it. Yeah. Um, and it uses Haitian peppers. So okay. they, like, get the peppers from Haiti. Yeah. So that's cool. He, well, he, he rides his bicycle down to Haiti. <laughs> and just gets eight pepper at a time. <laughs> it's very efficient. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon likes it. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I thought the juicer hadn't worked in six months. It hasn't worked in a year. Oops. At the Juicy Box. Yeah. I'm What I'm saying is, this is a front for something else. That has to do with vaginas. That's what. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what? Because the juicer doesn't work at the juicy box. So what is the juicy box talking about? You think this whole place is just a brothel? Yes. <laughs> Gordon never realized the whole time it he was never just a, realized. A front. Yeah. He's so dumb. Um, just kidding, Gordon. Uh, so Gordon says they should change the name um, because the juicer doesn't work. And Q is talking about his life and how often he takes shots and how he wakes up pretty late in the morning and takes a shot to get his day started. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, because the question was asked is, why aren't you open in the morning? Oh, right. Right. And yeah. that, that's that, yeah, morning, morning time for Juicy Box kind of ended. 
Because he didn't want to get up early. Because he's recovering. Because he's recovering. He's from hungover from the night before. Yeah. And he's got to take a shot to get going. So, which I'm pretty sure that's one of those signs for an alcoholic. If you have to drink in the morning. It's so sad. I mean, he literally drinks all day. Yeah. He drinks in the morning. He drinks in the afternoon. He drinks at night. Yeah. Like, he's perpetually at least buzzed, if not drunk. Yeah. It's really sad. Probably why he's not driving a car. Yeah, that's probably why he's on his bike, which, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for not driving a car if you're drunk. Yeah. But, uh, but man, it's sad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, he's like, so he's like, you drink in the morning? He's like, why not? I, yeah, like, this is, there's, and we, we talk about this a lot. We'll get into this so much. Gordon is not a therapist, and he's not, like, a recovery specialist. No. Like, this guy needs a program. Yeah. Like, he's, like, he has a serious drinking problem. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's... The culture that he's created at this place is making it worse. So, there's nothing Gordon can do to fix that situation. Yeah. Um, and it would have been great if he could get him some help or something. Um, yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. But there's lots of that stuff on this show and Hotel Hell where it's just like, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. And I, I get that. Yeah. Um, so Q says, he thought Gordon would like his good energy, but instead Gordon saw his skills and disliked that. Uh, so yeah yeah gordon doesn't really care about good energy i don't think and i mean maybe in general he's great with it but like if he's coming to your restaurant to help you fix things he doesn't really yeah he's gonna pay attention to the substance not right the... yeah i mean the, the idea of good energy i mean that's it's superficial right i mean right is it does it help sure yeah i uh, mean i'm all about good energy like yeah. that's my shit but that's where it starts yeah. That's that's where running a restaurant starts. Yeah. From there, you actually have to do the work. Yeah. Yeah, if your waiter is, like, the nicest, best energy person you've ever met, but the food tastes like shit, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Zappy and Napalia disagree on the bar about whether you put liquor in a frozen margarita, like, when you put it in. Um, I, I didn't know this. You explained this as we talked. So I, but, I, but I don't drink. So like I, I guess most people, most people know this. I did not. But go on. I don't know how I knew this because I don't really drink either. Whatever, drunky. <laughs> but, um, but seriously, if you need help, go get some. Oh, says. by all means. But yeah. Um, so yeah, there. Zabby is making a frozen margarita, and she, I guess she puts the liquor into the blender, which for some reason I know you're not supposed to do. You add it at the end. Okay. Um, I have made a frozen cocktail before because that is the only kind of cocktail I was ever interested in. Is like the closest to ice cream. Um. So, but Napoleon is like, no, you don't put it in the blender. And, but Zappy just like loudly shouts at her and they have like sort of a shouting match, but Zappy is louder. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it's not really necessary. Yeah. And there's those, guests. Yeah. Like it's at the bar. The open it's bar. It's not in the yeah. kitchen. It's in front of everyone. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, Zabby seems to really love confrontation. Yeah. Um, Gordon says... That's fun. That's that's fun to be around. Yeah. We would... Yeah, like, I would... I would never. Gordon loves her. Gordon loves her. <laughs> yeah, let's, I will say. She's, let's talk about that energy. Yeah, uh, I I will say she is rocking her like tracksuit that she's wearing the entire episode. Yep, like this pink like velour tracksuit, and it's, I mean, she looks amazing. I get it. Yeah. Like I love a pink tracksuit. But to that point, it just it also seems like everyone just wears whatever they want to work. There is no dress code at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some beat up t-shirts yes that's true and they're like all different color clothes like completely yeah there's obviously no dress code and like when i first saw her tracksuit i was like that would be totally cool and appropriate if everyone wore like a cute colorful tracksuit if it was a juice bar that's a good point right like i think that would be actually a really fun look if they all committed to that yeah kind of a a simon simon dean type of thing Yes, everyone will get that reference. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, okay, wrestling. Milo Janis. Milo Janis. <laughs> exactly. The only thing you have to gain is your health. Yeah. Um, so Gordon says that this restaurant is void of any, uh, he says a restaurant needs like figureheads who have drive and passion, motivation. And this restaurant does not have no gotta agree gotta agree yeah um so gordon talks to jacques the dad yep um he says the first two years here were very successful they used to open at 7 a.m um but then q took the reins and he used to be really ambitious but uh not anymore his dad says that he used to go to the gym and he doesn't anymore i mean i guess that gives you energy or whatever I think it's just part of our gross diet culture, but whatever. Gross. Yeah. Um, uh, Jacques says that Zappy is drinking and partying with Q and kind of making the, the whole partying thing worse. Yeah. Um, and Jack says they can't go another 60 days like this. So Financially. Financially. So, yeah, yeah there's a timer on it. Yeah. Um, so the next day... Gordon uh, is talking to Zappy. Zappy says, most of the time I'm hanging out here. Sometimes I'm working. Sometimes I'm not. I drink. I party. These are all separate quotes. I keep the juice flowing. And I said literally the opposite because she doesn't know how the juicer works. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. She says, I've gotten comfortable with the drinking and partying more than working. Yeah, clearly. And that's so sad. This I, is this is this is a shitty nightclub. Yeah, the worst nightclub. Yeah, yeah like, and it the fact that she says she's gotten comfortable with it makes it sound so resigned, like she has nothing to do with it. And I feel like Q has that energy too. That's like so just, you know, why not take a shot in the morning? Yeah, you know, just so resigned to his fate and like. This place is what it is. I have no... Yeah, you, no, I don't well, know. You I don't, don't know if it's so? designed as much as, again, they, you know, it's this... It transformed into this maybe piece by piece, but it's it's the establishment that he would want. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like he feels like a victim of circumstance or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's hard to know because because it, because it, it, uh, it's funny. Um, because he said, you know, I thought he'd be impressed by my energy, but and you said this right before we went started recording. His energy is actually fairly low. Yeah. So it's. Uh, we, we talked about this before. It, it can be harder for us to read people with a lower energy. Yeah, right? he doesn't emote in the way that makes more sense to me. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on this? Um, well, watching him, and, and there's something coming up where you really see this, but he's so chill. Like, it makes me think of, like, the way I would like to be as a human being. Not as a restaurant owner, but like as a human being, I would love to be totally zen out of my mind like that. You know, like yeah. I would love to be super chill and have like the smallest possible reactions to everything, mm -hmm. to like my restaurant crumbling and only having 60 days to get it together. Like <laughs> I would love to be that chill. Yeah. But it's not, it's definitely not the energy Gordon Ramsay is looking for. Yeah. Like, he'd rather you scream in his face than, oh, yeah. than be chill about your restaurant. Yeah. Because Gordon Ramsay's kind of high energy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think there's nothing wrong with being chill as a human being. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but it's not, it's certainly not what Gordon Ramsay is looking for. Can can we explain where you're coming from, though? I I, I, I just want to make sure we're explaining it. Just because where you're coming from is a place of something that you're working on is not overreacting, I guess. Right. Oh, yes. I guess I should tell people that. Um, you guys are our best friends. You know everything about me. But, yeah, um, yeah like, I, I am the opposite. I overreact to everything. Everything feels huge to me all the time. Right. So for me, it's the it's striving to find a way to remain calm even in situations that I find difficult, which like I find the tiniest of inconveniences to be a difficult situation. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. so it's uh, so for me, like I strive to be as chill about big things as he is. But that's because I'm, you know, everything is huge to me, even the tiniest things. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, and I emote like crazy all the time. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know how to, like, I mean, hanger makes me a completely different person. Mm -hmm. Like I can't, uh, so I, I just can't imagine being this chill about something that has so much effect on your life. Right. Right. Um, uh, yeah. And, and one, it's something you you working on you doing a fan, you do a fantastic job working on that. Thank you. That's uh, what meditation is for. Aware just being aware of a situation is a big thing that's going to help it. But two, I would so much rather work with or be in a relationship with a person who is on your side of the of the mm -hmm. spectrum who cares too much. Yeah. Than someone who cares too little. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Gordon would agree with that. Yeah, because whatever your business is, you gotta have passion for it. Yeah. Or else, why are you doing this? Yeah. Just because daddy handed you the keys, like. But yeah, but again, it. But again, it. He he seems to want to do it. He just w wants to do it, I guess, his way, which is, drink party. But I don't. I mean, I guess it's like. 
it's almost like his bachelor pad in a sense, right? He mm. just transformed the restaurant into the place he wants to hang out in 24-7, which is a place where he can hang out with people his age, drinking, and there happens to be food there. And I think to some extent there's a status thing in his mind too, maybe. There's definitely a, a status I have, thing. I have a restaurant. Right. I, I, I see what you're saying. I think he cares. I think that the somehow, you know, when he took over this place, he used to have drive and passion. Like if his dad, who seems like he has tons of drive and passion, yeah, could see that, then I think it was there. Like I think he wanted it to be something cool. Yeah. Like I think. You think he just started drinking more and more? Yeah, I think he lost his way. I think he got burnt out or something. Something mm. happened that made him well, I, disconnect in some way. Again, I can see a part of myself at, at 21 years old. Um, you know, if I were given too much too soon like that, I, mm-hmm. you know, I would probably have just disengaged and not and right. and um, not done the things I was supposed to do to, to maintain it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think it's a perfectly natural thing to do at that age. Yeah. yeah. Which is why, and Gordon, Gordon didn't say it this time, but he says all the time, like, no one should be handed a restaurant this early. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I think, I feel even sadder for him that he's dealing with probably, like, a chemical dependency problem, and he used to be passionate. Like, that makes it even sadder. Because, like, what happened? But I understand what you're saying, that it's just he's young, he disengaged. and Yeah, and... I, I guess it's just hard to know because whenever you're talking about family, you know, I mean, look at... And actually, well, maybe after maybe after our intermission, we'll go back to our last episode with um, Damimo. Mm-hmm. Because there was a clip from, from them that we wanted to talk about last time and we didn't get we didn't get a chance to so we're, we're actually going to add it in a special bonus in this episode <gasps> bonus so i guess in my mind my my question is going back to demimo is she had three sons mm-hmm. she knew who her sons were before uh, they opened the restaurant yeah right two of them were the two of them right and the one of them was the one of them right so I, I wonder to what extent there were clues for Jacques before he handed the keys over that mm. this might happen, mm-hmm. right? I, I just wonder about the reliability of the narrator in this case. So in my mind watching this, the the status of Q and the restaurant are more of a question in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the, the status at the time is more of a question mark in my mind than they suggested. I see. Okay. I mean, that that makes sense. Because, yeah, you look at this guy, Jack, and he seems... I don't know if it's Jack. I think it's Jack. Anyway, he seems... Because it's about like Jacques. Jacques. Um, Jacques. He seems very driven, like great work ethic. Like he's, you know, this is his third place. Like he's making stuff happen. Yeah. So I guess I kind of took it for granted that like he's a reliable narrator when in fact we do see what his kids are like and they make it seem like he's made a mistake somewhere. Yeah. You know, Um, I'm not saying they're not nice people. They seem very nice, but they're just, yeah. It's, They're party it's, animals. It's too much too soon. Yeah. And it's it's 
it, it's hurt them to be given that much. Because Yeah, in some cases it hurts you. Yeah, because yeah. they're they're not being held accountable, you know, so they're not at this this age where you're still growing and developing, they're they're not you know, having their feet put to the fire and having to learn the work ethic that they really should be. Yeah. One thing my parents always <clears throat> said growing up was that it's good to struggle a little. Um, and I know that that's, you know, a little cliched, like, but I, I think that that's true. Yeah. Like, it's good to have some times where it's hard to get the food together to eat, you yeah. know, or like it's hard to get your next grocery bill taken care of so i i feel like that does build character i don't think that hard things always build character but i i do think that as a young adult it's it can be helpful yeah um yeah so uh gordon talks to he basically what he wants to point out to q and zappy throughout is that their dad is suffering and he's he's always you know, he always wants people to know, like, what's going on with their parents who have given them this restaurant. Right. Um, so talking to Q, he says, you know, like, your dad is taking care of you, and uh, but he's, he's in trouble because of how you are running this restaurant. Q says that all he needs is a solid team behind him and that's the problem wow oh my god wow also didn't you pick them like yeah he has like like if there's a problem you can fire them but clearly that's not the problem right that's not the problem sweetie yeah so um gordon says the buck stops with q and that's yeah like you're the owner come on yeah. Take some responsibility. Also, everyone knows Q is omnipotent and <laughs> can can change. I didn't even think of that. Q. The laws of physics <laughs> with the snap of his finger. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Still doesn't have that great team behind him that he yeah. needs. Oh, well. that's from Star Trek. If anyone's very confused, I like that you explained the Star Trek reference, but not the. Columbo or wrestling references. Well, because those are just kind of like random, but I was actually saying something about Q, so I wanted to make oh, sure that okay. no yes. one actually thought I was saying that about that this Q. This was Q was omnipotent. omnipotent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Okay. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. Um, so Gordon tells Q that he has 60 days, and Q's response to this and everything is geez. Like, that's the biggest response he ever gives. Jeez. Jeez. Not even the full Jesus. Just Jeez. No, he doesn't even have the energy for the full Jesus. Yeah. Um, so this is where I said there's a blank expression on Q's face throughout this conversation. I, maybe he's hungover. I got... I, yeah. What it reminded me of... Or buzzed. ...is people who are high. Yeah. Um, that it's, you know, just everything. They're just nonplussed by everything. Um, am I using that word right? I'm not sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, it, it was just very like, oh, geez, that's rough. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, someone should do something about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So then we have our first dinner service. Yeah. Um, Q is super confident. He's like, I'm excited to show him what I can do. Like, it's just the, the disconnect between what he thinks is going on and what is going on is so big. Yeah. Like, 
yeah. that he thinks all he needs is a solid team and that's the only problem and yeah. that he thinks he still has some drive. Yeah, there's a separation from reality here, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And this is where we really see that there's no ticket system, that it's just, you know, they just put the tickets in the little holdy thing. And I don't even know if they're in order. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. The customers are getting entrees before appetizers. So it's just, it's a mess. Um, Zappy. Uh, okay. So I will admit, I looked at Reddit a little bit. Oh, no. I didn't look at the future of the restaurant. You're disqualified from this episode. Oh, I gotta go. Okay, bye. The guy with the cold can be in charge now. Uh, uh. <laughs> you're talking to Nick Smooth Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that show. Thank you. Uh, so, Zappy forgot to write the chicken on one of the tickets. She says, and they say, someone on the Reddit said that if you look at the ticket, it does say chicken. Um, so I don't know. Huh. Yeah, we can we can look it up. But I mean, didn't she take responsibility for it? She does take responsibility yeah. for it, which makes me think that maybe they were misreading it. There were a lot of tickets. Maybe a different one said chicken. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah, I took them at their word and her at her word that she just thought she forgot it. I mean, is it the ticket she's holding? Though? Yeah, I, yeah. So do you, I think that was not great why editing. You, yeah, why don't you start from the beginning? Do you want to describe what we just saw, Christine? Yes. So uh, watching the episode, basically, um, Zappy goes out to a table. Somebody says their rasta pasta didn't come with grilled chicken, which they had requested that it come with. First of all, rasta pasta is a good name. I know, and I kind of want to eat it. It looks really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, lots of the things look good. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, so she takes it and she's like, oh, sorry about that. And she takes it back to the back. And uh, Gordon's like, what's up? And she's like, oh, well, uh, they didn't get the chicken on this order. Um, and Chef Steph says it didn't say grilled chicken. It just said rasta pasta. And she's like, oh, that's my bad. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't write grilled chicken on there. So she apologizes. Um well, and also that, so you're, yes, you're saying the Reddit is saying that it the, the ticket does say chicken. And, yes. And we're looking at them point at a ticket that does have a rest lost pasta with chicken. However, that ticket only has two things on it, and that's a bigger table than than that. Yeah, I think it's a different ticket. Yeah. Because they have several shots surrounding that shot where she is holding the ticket in question. Yeah, she grabs the ticket. Yeah, she's like yeah. holding on to it the whole time. So I think it's a different ticket. So I completely agree. I think they're showing a ticket that has rasta pasta with chicken, Yeah, but that is different. Yeah. So that's what we think, Reddit. Yeah. Um, so, but, and they also said, as we just rewatched it, I, I just remembered uh, that same table, I guess they had had appetizers because they had a bunch of dirty, like they were eating, but they also had dirty plates on their table. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't pre-bussing their table, which is when you clear those plates so they can have their for, you know future courses so they're not right. stacking up dirty plates all night. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're like, they're not that busy. Like, yeah. why aren't they taking our dirty plates? Yeah. Clearly it's, yeah, not good. Sorry, I interrupted. No? Okay. Um, so now it's the most exciting time of any episode. The walk-in fridge downstairs. I love it when it's on a different floor. That's always fun when yeah. it's downstairs. Um, so it hasn't worked. Like the fridge 
hasn't worked in six months. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's so gross. It's, oh my god. I don't fuck me. Like man. how do you run a restaurant like that? I okay, so I used to work at a at Starbucks and it's not a restaurant. But yes it is. Oh, it is a restaurant. Yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, it's not a restaurant like this. But like, um, I mean, thank God. But uh, it is, you know, you get, I guess because it's such a big chain, you get audited all the time on like your cleanliness standards. So I was shocked watching Kitchen Nightmares for the first time. And still, (laughs) like, do they not get audited by the state? Like, I mean, how could they possibly pass a safety inspection with a fridge that doesn't work for six months? Like, did they just get lucky on when they got inspected? Well, were you audit? You were, your audit Starbucks were internal, yes? They were internal, but they were supposed to prepare us for the yearly actual one. So you got yearly actual ones. You know, now that you say that, oh my God, I don't think we did. <laughs> <gasps> did they pull the wool over my eyes that whole time? Because we would have like a smaller internal audit. And then we would have a bigger internal audit every year. But I don't know that we actually had a state one. Yeah. Oh, my God. State. I'm, I'm going to write a letter. Uh, I'm so mad. States. We did all that for nothing. <laughs> well, it's, it's still good to have No, those. it's good. I wish that these <laughs> restaurants would do that for nothing. It's still good to have those standards. Yeah, it's good to be I think clean. that's why Starbucks does it, which is a good thing. It's good, I guess. I'm just mad at them for lying to me about it. I I think a state can and should yeah. do these inspections on a, on an annual basis. But what they actually do is probably just comes down to funding and what they have, huh. what they, you know, how many inspectors can they hire and right. how much work can those inspectors get done? How many? Yeah, that's, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's so crazy. Uh. <laughs> See here, Christine thought Big Brother was watching out for us the whole time, but it turns out Big Brother was completely incompetent. Oh my God. Darn it, Big Brother. Yeah. I, I love my Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so he walks into the, <laughs> quote, fridge downstairs. In this, uh, quote, restaurant. In this, quote, restaurant. That's, quote, overseen by the state. Go on. Quote, yeah, exactly. Um, it smells terrible. There's flies everywhere. Uh, he looks at so much moldy produce. Yeah. He puts his hands in so many gross things, which we can add to the tracker of him touching gross stuff. Yeah. That's five. Yeah. I'll get the, I'll get the tracker. Oh yeah. Get the tracker. All right. GR touching gross stuff. Yeah. Five. Number five. Okay. All right, so he touches some gross, old, moldy is, peppers. Is Q a beleaguered wife? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. All right, then I can't mark that. Darn it. All right, go and on. And then uh, we need to get those numbers up uh, for corporate. Um, <laughs> and then plantains, moldy onions. It's so gross. There's so much gross produce. The plantains are black. Yeah. They're it's black. Disgusting. Yeah, like... the. There's stuff that's so far gone, but I guess, you know, they order, they order produce. They don't have a way to keep it in a way that's going to keep. So they just 
use it after it's yucky because <sighs> what else are you going to do other than buy new produce every day um, or fix your fucking walk-in? Yeah, using your walk-in as storage is just one of the grossest things Hot in the Hot storage, world. yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, to their credit... I don't think there was meat in there, so they must have used That's true. a smaller fridge for the meat. That's good. That's a very like, good point. Because obviously, Gordon would have, if there had been bad meat, Gordon would have pulled that out. Oh, yeah. So there'd be pouring chicken drippings everywhere. Yeah. That being said, there were tons of things in there that should have been cold stored that were not. Yeah. Uh, that were clearly moldy, spoiled, what, what have you. <laughs> um, but at least. We're not talking about chicken that's stored at Thank God. 70 that's degrees. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the fridge is at 73 degrees. Yeah. Which. And he said the average fridge should be 38 to 40. Yeah. I know uh, at Starbucks we ran temp checks every day to make sure it was 40 or under. Yeah. For those auditors. Yeah. For those fucking auditors um, that don't exist. Anyway, so uh, Q's face this whole time, I wrote, stays exactly the same. Again, he <laughs> says G's once. Um, so, but I mean, he could be drunk right now. Like, I don't, you know, like I, he's never in a sober state. Yeah. Likely. So. Yeah. Um, so he goes, Q goes upstairs and complains to the rest of the staff about the fridge. Like, why does the fridge look so bad, you guys? You're the fucking owner. <laughs> uh, what are they supposed to do about yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. It, it's like it, get out, get out your wrenches and start fixing it, y'all. Yeah, like, th yeah. This isn't a FIFO problem. Yeah, exactly. Like, th this isn't a someone needs to get a broom problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. FIFO is yeah. first in, first out. It's a way of organizing uh, your, you know. Your uh, perishables. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so then we have a staff meeting. Uh, but as far as we know, he didn't shut it down. For the first time in this season, he didn't shut it down that we saw. It the, might still have happened. Yeah. I mean, this, you know, so as we've learned uh, in this season, all all the meals we see, like where there's there's people in the restaurant, are people who are brought in by special request because the restaurants are all closed to the public. They say we're going to be closed for refurbishment right. these these days, right? So, yeah. and as the people said, it wasn't that busy. So maybe he just went in and it was already towards the end of service when maybe. he got back there. I That's don't know. Impossible. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. But maybe there just weren't that many people there to begin with. Yeah. I, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I mean, what do we see? Like three tables of people? It's not a huge restaurant. It's not that big. Yeah. And a lot of it's taken up by bar space. Yeah. So I I, I couldn't tell you. Mm. Um. So yeah, Gordon says we should not be open. Um, he also says to Q, you need to run this place as a business. Q says... It's not perfect, but it is what it is. I'm going to keep it rolling. <laughs> and I wrote no passion. But again, like, I think he's under the influence most of the time that yeah. we see him because he's drinking constantly, yeah. if nothing else. So, uh, well, and, and to me, it's just it's it, it lacks such awareness to say I'm going to keep it rolling 
What does he mean by keep it rolling? Keep the restaurant open. How's he keeping the restaurant open? With someone else's money. Yeah, that's exactly what, yeah. So it's just delusion. Yeah. It's just thinking Pure that. Pure delusion. That he can keep running a restaurant. Because money grows on trees. Because so. someone else funds it. Yeah. Restaurants have to sustain themselves. Right. That's you the don't point. Just, yeah, exactly. Is you make money at it. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's so delusional. Uh, Gordon then meets with Just Zap Me and Q and says this place is an absolute Wait, joke. Wait, stop. <gasps> oh, no. He meets with just the two of them for five minutes. Five minutes. Nearly doubling our current borrowed time. For those of you new to the podcast, we, we any time Gordon asks for a specific, absurdly short amount of time to talk to somebody because he had to have talked to them for more than five minutes here, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, uh, normally it's a much shorter amount of time, but he asks for a whole five minutes. We cumulatively add up all the time he asks of people. Yes. Uh, before we were only at 6.04. So with that five minutes, we're now jumping way up to 11 minutes and four seconds that he Whoa. has asked for people's time. That's so crazy. That's a big jump. That's a big old jump. He's getting, you know... Five minutes is getting closer than saying two seconds and talking to someone for 30 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he's improving. Yep. Yep. We'll have to see. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Christine, your co-host. I just wanted to remind you about a few of the cool things that we have going on right now. So just to let you know, Nick and I and our daughter, Baka, are collectively known as Power Team Studios. So if you're wondering what we're talking about with Power Team Studios, that's it. We're the people who make all these awesome podcasts and web series for you to enjoy. So with that in mind, I wanted to remind you, hey, we have a Patreon. Oh my gosh. So we've got three different levels on our Patreon and you can give monthly, but it's only a little bit of money. It's three. $3 a month, $5 a month, or $7 a month. And for that, you get warm air hugs. You can get shout outs on our podcast at the $5 level. And at the $7 level, you are entered in a monthly drawing to possibly win an hour long chess lesson with Nick, who's very good at chess, or an hour long baking session with me. Check it out. It's under Power Team Studios. So I also want to let you know about some of our other podcasts that Power Team Studios makes. So we've got Crumb Shoes, the crime scene kitchen podcast. That is the first podcast we ever made. It's been going strong for several months now. So season two of Crime Scene Kitchen, the awesome TV show, ended recently. So since then, we've been doing some awesome in-depth interviews with the winners and the finalists of season two. So be sure to check those out. Uh, this is also a great time to catch up on Crime Scene Kitchen and all of the Crumb Shoes episodes about it. Then we also have the Power Team Trivia Podcast. Now that's our flagship podcast. In some ways, we put the most work into that podcast. It's only like an hour long, and it has Nick's brilliant question. It's a trivia game show, and you can play along at home. It's so much fun. We have two teams who play against each other to establish their trivia dominance for amazing prizes such as cold cans of chili. 
Then we also have, uh, and the first episode of this just came out. It is a series called Welcome to Mermaid Coffee. This is a web series with short episodes. The first episode is like a minute and 15 seconds about beleaguered baristas played by dolls in stop motion animation with a full voice cast that includes Nick and me. And it's written and directed by me and it's like a minute long it's like the shortest thing we make so go watch it anyway you can find that on instagram and tiktok and youtube welcome to mermaid coffee also coming soon we are working on the power team studios website so that is going to be coming up soon in the meantime if you want to keep up with all these crazy awesome quirky projects we got going on you have to follow us on instagram facebook tiktok and youtube it is called power team studios power team studios thanks friends we'll see you on the internet. Um, Q says, I put my all into this place. And like, if that's your all, yikes. Uh, Gordon, you know, continues to say he's concerned about their dad. Uh, Zappy says that she wants Q to understand that this is all we've got. She says, I could be in school, but I'm here for him. Well, how much are you helping, Zappy? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, t- yeah, two big things. One, what is she bringing to the table? Yeah. Two, who asked her? Yeah, it doesn't seem like anyone's like, we asked Zappy to come in and help. Or Q doesn't say, like, I needed Zappy. Yeah. It just appears that, like, Zappy started trying to help or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I mean, for any person in their early 20s, it's a restaurant where you just get to hang out and drink, get some food, and no one holds you at any standards. So you're just hanging out for a few hours and getting a paycheck. And literally, she said she hangs out there. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that that uh, that bit of martyrdom is, yeah, pretty insincere. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, want to go to school, I don't think anyone's going to stop her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Um. Q says, I've been here every day for five years straight. And it does appear that he's there all the time. It's just kind of like her, like, are you hanging out or are you working? <laughs> are these productive hours? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I Okay, I wrote, this is, this is an oversimplification of the uh, situation. But at this point, I wrote, this is Vito and Vincent running the restaurant. Like, no, that's an oversimplification. But it is, like, two young people who want to party. Yeah. Like, just partying at their restaurant. Yeah. So, um, so Gordon takes Q to the gym. The next morning. Yeah. They exercise on bikes at 5.30 a.m. Yeah. On exercise bikes. And uh, because they will be opening Juicy Box at 7 a.m. Yeah. Which I, I completely agree. Like, a juice bar, obviously, you should open early. Yeah. Um. But uh, I did think, I I don't know, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but they work out a lot and they do hard stuff. To me, I really don't like shows and stuff where they take someone who has been living a mostly sedentary life for several years or 40 years or whatever 
and take them to the gym and make them do like a 30 minute to two hour workout. Cause like, that's not, that's obviously not going to be sustainable in their life. Right? Like nobody's going to go from, most people are not going to go from zero workout to 30 minutes to an hour workout. And maybe I'm just saying that as someone with chronic illness, but like if I work out, if I am largely sedentary, if I work out for more than 10 minutes, I am dizzy and falling. You know what I mean? And at my age, if I fall, yeah, that could be it. So, <laughs> um, so I don't, I mean, maybe it's just chronic illness and being the kind of person who gets dizzy after five minutes of, of doing strenuous working out. But like, to me, it's like, there's nothing sustainable about that. So our, I guess it was just that Gordon's trying to make a point that it's like, get up early and do stuff. But I just, I don't like, I feel like it seems to me counterintuitive to say, go from literally nothing to working your ass off at a workout in a way that's probably going to hurt your body because you don't know how to do it in a in a correct controlled way like it just doesn't seem it doesn't seem healthy to me it seems like the opposite of healthy um i don't know does anyone agree with me i probably not no i i i I take the point i um i think uh where do i want to start with that um uh, one i'll say i think a your average 25-year-old, it's easier for them to jump into that. That's a good point. Like, he seems like he's in good health. Than, than your average member of Power Team Studios, say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, I don't think it, I, I don't think it's going to hurt him. Okay. You're probably gym, right. That's a good point. Going to the gym for, for, for one day. Uh, I, I do agree with the unsustainable, unsustainability. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, more because I, I think like you said earlier, um, he, he didn't, uh, Q doesn't just need a pep talk. He needs um, therapy or, or, or alcohol counseling. Possibly both. Or, yeah. Uh, so um, those are the deeper kind of changes uh, that, that he needs. And, um, th- and we've talked about this in other episodes, so I won't belabor the point. But those are the kind of changes that, that Gordon can't really bring to the table by himself. Right, right. This is something he can do. Yeah, this is, and we've also talked about this, but what Gordon does bring is kind of a one-size-fits-all approach to um, restoration of a restaurant and the restaurateurs that run them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon is a very fit person. Yeah. Exercise is important to him. So he brings exercise to people a lot. Yeah, that's true. And uh, there's no doubt that exercise can be helpful to a person, not just for their body, but for their mind. Absolutely. Um, um, uh, I, I do see the point that he probably needs to get into a routine where he's going to sleep earlier and waking up earlier. That's true. And exercise would be an important part of that also. Just if, if you, yeah, if you're running a place that is a juice bar, being in that culture and of that culture is probably important. So I get that. Good point. Um, but, uh, again, 
with Gordon's one size fits all approach to fixing things. Um, with some people it will work. Mm-hmm. With some people it will not. Uh, and even though Q thinks that Gordon would really like him at the beginning, uh, uh, Q is so different mm. from the restaurateur that Gordon w- would hire. Right. Uh, that um, I, I guess my doubts are just, you know, specifically, uh, I don't know that it's a sustainable just because Q is in such a different place mentally. Mm-hmm. And just in a different place in his life mm-hmm. um, to really want to do what it takes to have a morning juice bar. Yeah. Um, and we'll get more to, I guess, predictions towards the end. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Those are all good points. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, it is time for the renovation. <laughs> so, um, the walls are brighter. Uh, this, this is an actual remodel. This is a real one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have plants everywhere. Instead of a bar, it is a juice bar now. So that's nice. They have a new juicer. Um, the fridge is, of course, fixed. Yeah. Uh, they cleaned. Um, the menu looks really good. It's, you know, of course, it's the general sort of one page thing. It looks, and he says it's all quick to make. I noticed the portions were smaller, which I think makes sense for a juice bar. Um, and he describes everything as, uh, Gordon describes everything as quick, vibrant, and fresh. So there's like fritters, there's like lots of stuff that looks authentically Haitian. Um, so that's nice. And then, of course, there's real cutlery, yeah. um, obviously. Um, and <clears throat> they put up a picture of Poppy at uh, Q's grandpa on the juice bar. Um, and so uh, that's like to keep them inspired. And then they FaceTime with Poppy. Yeah. So that's fun. That is fun. You and I had the same reaction. <laughs> When, first of all, I'm glad this is not the case. I'll Me say too. that. I'm so glad. Uh, um, but when he first put up his picture, we thought he was dead. Yeah, which and on Kitchen Nightmares, very often they'll put up pictures of the person who inspired your restaurant or whatever who has died. Yeah, so it was just really funny uh, that that was not explained. It was just, oh, here's his picture. Because we thought they were saying this is in memory of him. Right. And then, let's call him. Like, oh. Oh, oh okay. That's a nice surprise. Yeah. yeah. So, no, glad he's not. Glad, so glad. Glad Poppy's still with us. That's great. Yes. I j- it was just funny the way it came off to both of us. Yeah. We were both like, oh, Poppy. Yeah. But it's like, no, yay, Poppy's alive. Okay. Great. Cool. Cool. Um, so, uh, then they do, they also have like a uniform now. Okay, so they're so they're wearing T-shirts now. of varying colors, of varying colors and genders, and genders. Um, that shirt clearly has a vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I only wear shirts with vaginas. Yep. Uh, okay, so then the VIP is Gary Pierre Pierre, who is a prize-winning Haitian journalist. That was Pierre Pierre. Pierre Pierre. Sorry. Yeah. I was thinking like pew pew. 
Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Why don't you go tell him that? He'll like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the customers like the food. Gary says that he's eating an elevated Haitian dish. Yeah. Zabby says it feels good to have Q as a boss instead of just a friend. Yeah. Um, they have customers who get juice, who can like pick out juice and sandwiches, which is cute. Yeah. Um, but they are waiting 20 minutes on their sandwiches. So then Gordon comes back and in a, in another sort of one size fits all way of seeing everything. It's like, Steph, you need to talk more kitchen. You need to talk more. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Q tells Steph that he believes in him. And then the hopeful music comes on and everything is perfect. Um, Jacques says, or Jacques says, uh, Q has a framework that he got from Ramsey and I don't see him turning back. My note was, I do. (laughs) So, uh, then Zappy and Q hug. Um, and then if you've seen the, go ahead. So I I do want to mention a couple of things because yeah, we, Again, towards the end, it's it's also cookie cutter, so that, yeah. that's why we we go over this, go through this end part pretty quickly. I will say they have rearranged the kitchen. Oh, that's right. True. Yeah. So, um, uh, the chef is actually by like a window now where the food goes out to. Right. Um, so that looks better. But yeah, he's flooded with tickets here. Yeah. I, I I mean, I do think to some extent Gordon's critique is correct oh i agree okay sorry i didn't mean to make it sound like i didn't agree i i do agree yeah Yeah. um but but yeah i mean the the only correction we see q make is he says you got this it's like (laughs) that's all it took (laughs) okay everything's fixed now yeah um which i mean again that's great the q encouragement encourages but i mean that's about the only fix we actually saw want to oh okay and then the last thing is uh if you've seen the show next level chef which is Gordon's most recent show. Um, well, one of them. One, yeah, actually, no. He has, he has 10 trillion still. shows. Yeah, That's why right. we're doing this podcast. Um, so Next Level Chef, it's a really good show. It's a competition show. But anyway, um, in season one of that, there was this guy, Ruel, um, Ruel Vincent, and we thought he was a real jerk. He sucked. Yeah, he was the worst on season one. He was, he was talented, but he was like a total jerk. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I guess he lives in Brooklyn or something. Yeah. So he comes onto this show and it, he is going to mentor Q. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's the executive chef of One World Observatory. So then in the two months later thing, it's, I noticed this, uh, it's very like, Q's going to keep trying. <laughs> like that was basically the sense I got where it's like, Q's still trying. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, my thoughts throughout the whole episode were like, oh, hell no. Like this isn't, this isn't going to take, uh, I don't know. We haven't done our scales yet, but. Well, should we just jump right into it then? Let's do it. Yeah. So, um, um, turn around. Yeah, sincerity of the turnaround. Yeah. Uh, and it's zero, a scale of zero to ten. One to ten. Okay. Negative one to ten. What? What? 
uh, one to ten, where one means that it was a super sincere turnaround, mm-hmm. total come to Jesus, like they're they're ready to run the best darn restaurant in the whole world, according to Gordon Ramsay. Yep. And a ten is hell no. <laughs> they don't. They're not. They didn't like. They not only didn't turn around, but they're going to do even worse just to spite Gordon Ramsay and us. Right. So in this case, oh, okay. So I think there's a little disconnect between sincerity and capability. That's true. I think we've talked about this. So should do we need to alter how we phrase it? Uh, yeah. Let's alter it. Sincerity plus capability of the turnaround. We okay. need a better name. Sincerability. Sincerability of Sense the turnaround. Sense and sensibility of the turnaround. Yes. yes. I like that. Okay. Cool. Um. Get like a get like a quote Kate Winslet or something um (laughs) I like that movie so all right so the sense and sincerability (laughs) of the turnaround yes so well maybe we should put down a ground rule Mm -hmm. that this shouldn't just be about the sincerity but also the capability, is that what we're saying? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, because I believe their sincerity. I do too. Although I don't know how much they think they really need to change. Hmm. I don't know. That's an interesting, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I think they can see that the food was not where it needed to be for yeah. all reasons. But they also don't necessarily want to make an amazing restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they were fully like along for the ride. Yeah. But I don't know if they were like, yes. If that's what's important to them. Let's make a juice bar. And, yeah. And yeah. Well, yeah. So in the end, if if the thing's most important to them is to have a nightclub, yeah, then yeah. this is going to be tough. So, I guess I'll say three and a half with yeah. that. Just because... Wait, three and a half where one has come to Jesus. Oh, no. Seven and a half. The other way. Yeah. yeah. Okay, My yes. Bad. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's low. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think... I might be right in the exact same place. Whoa. Because I don't think they're at an eight. Because I think an eight is getting closer to hostile to Gordon kind of like attitude, which they don't have at all. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think I would say the exact same thing. Nice. Yeah. Is that the first time we've had the exact same rating? No, I think we've had it once before. Sure. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Our... Uh, our legion of like diehard fans. I'm sure they've got like a spreadsheet, like an Excel. Thing I'm going. sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we'll let them handle that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All right. So, what's next? Gavrash. Gavrash. What does Gavrash have to say? Good evening, dear. Respect a lovely evening, my dear. I know this man, my friend, his name's Inspector Javert. Said I believe a word he says, cause no. Okay, so this is the scale of Gavrasha's scale of peasant revolt. How much of the workers just up and quit? Yes. 
working conditions weren't really like a big issue here. No. I mean, it, it's more an issue that the owners just don't care, so they don't hold the workers to any standards. I mean, obviously, there's there's a lot of dysfunction in the kitchen. Yeah, there's like a lot of yelling and like people having to be dishwasher and server. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. that part's not fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like torn a little bit, but we should explain the scale. Oh, what? The one to ten of it. All right, one is everyone should stay working there forever. Ten is up and quit and burn the place down. Yes. Yeah, so... Hmm. I mean... There's better places to work. But there's yeah. worse places to work. Definitely. It's very chill. Yeah. Other than the shouting sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would... Like free a, shots. Free shots. It's shot o'clock 24 sets. <laughs> <laughs> um, three. Four. Four. Yeah, yeah. I can see it either way. Yeah. It also depends on, like, your character and like if it's like i have to have a job where i can be awesome and everyone will notice and care and follow my lead you know like if you're like that kind of person it would be a hard place to work yeah yeah it, it's it's funny i feel like the brother and sister are ambitious in theory yes i completely <laughs> agree yes that's what it is but not actually in practice yes so, their energy is is yeah like they're very like yeah totally let's do it yeah. like i definitely <laughs> care about this so yeah if you're actually ambitious for roles this is not a place you want to work no if, way if you, you don't necessarily want to try to climb the ladder of the the box <laughs> trademark yeah i get to work at all products. the boxes yeah yeah you know yeah you don't move up from juicy to what is it smoke honey, honey pot to <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what are the boxes there's a smoke box and a waffle box okay yeah yeah you just gotta get you just try to be king waffle yeah that's the what top. they're all looking for yeah um yeah <laughs> definitely all right and uh so so then the real question is does the our final scale our off and on again scale doesn't apply because it's not like they've been forced to do this they seemingly want to do it yeah and q took the reins like yeah. of his own volition so does the uh what's the name of our oh our uh, generational trauma scale generational trauma does it apply here that's a good question i think like it is a generational restaurant. Okay. So you could say that it applies for that reason, even if it's extremely low on the scale, because there really isn't any trauma. Yeah. But you could also say that it doesn't apply because there is no trauma. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But, okay. And hear me out. If if it's a scale, somebody has to be the one. <laughs> okay. Somebody right. has to be Moog, father of Worf. Okay, yeah. So one is so it's Lieutenant Worf scale of of uh, generational trauma. One is Moog, father of Worf. Ten is Worf, son of Moog. 
If you don't know what that means, listen to previous episodes. Worf's a bad dad, Moe's a good dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to the extent that he raised two kids that are not very responsible. Yeah, that's not great. And put them in a position where there was pretty much no way they could succeed. And where they have way more power than they have any right to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like not mean trauma, it's nice trauma. Yeah. Like he's a really nice dad. Two and a quarter. That's yeah. I think I, I think I'm sitting at two. Okay. So but yeah, about the same. Alright. It's like he he certainly inadvertently set them up to fail. Yeah. But set them up to fail he did. Yes. Nonetheless. So yes. yeah, totally. Alright, fair. Awesome. All right, uh, we just went back uh, to our friends at realitytvupdates.com, and uh, they do a fantastic job every week of, like, going in and doing research, but there's just not much to say about this. I mean, just just in broad terms, uh, they are still not open for breakfast at the Juicy Box, uh, and they're still mostly emphasizing, like, the nightlife thing with, like, DJs and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, they even have a cover charge, which we've talked about with another restaurant. Like, it's strange to have a cover charge at a restaurant, especially for people that aren't expecting. They're just trying to go eat. Yeah, they don't even know there's an event. So, yeah. to have a surcharge just for going to eat somewhere. Yeah. Uh, kind of sucks, but that's their decision to make. Uh, so, uh... Some reviews, mostly positive, some negative, as reviews tend to be. Uh, so they're still operating. Um, I will say, even though we've been critical, we wish them well. I don't think they're Oh, bad yeah, they seem nice. I, um, yeah, I would hang out with them. Yeah, I mean, if there's any dependencies, I hope they get help for that. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, I hope, even if they don't go the direction business-wise that Gordon would have them go, I hope they at least go in in a direction that, doesn't bankrupt their dad. Yeah, yeah. So I hope they can figure that out somehow, some way. I, I don't know. Um, if anyone has been up there and sees how it's going, please let us know. Uh, hellspodcast.pts at gmail.com. That PTS is for Power Team Studios, the network you're listening to, and all the wonderful new podcasts. Uh, so have we already talked about, or should we talk about, the newest podcast that we Oh my released? God, we have to talk about the newest podcast. Do it. Well, our newest podcast, and it's okay for me to say this on this podcast because it's also explicit rated. <laughs> our newest podcast is called Bitch Yes, Your Favorite Am I the Asshole Podcast. And it is a super fun new podcast that we made, um, Nick, Christine, Katie, and Brandon. And we all talk about Am I the Asshole posts on Reddit. And we also are hoping to get some from listeners just like you that we can answer on the air so that we will give the definitive answer always. Are they the asshole? Bitch yes or bitch no. Who knows? You have to listen. <laughs> exactly. We just released it today on Thanksgiving. It's on Spotify, and soon it'll be on other podcatchers too. Uh, we are in the process of distributing it everywhere, so definitely check it out. Yay! Also, we're sorry this is like, I don't know how many weeks late we are. It's fine. Um, but, uh, we are getting back on the Hell's Podcast horse. We had some catastrophic computer shenanigans, but, uh, we are back on the road to hell together with you. So, welcome back. Yeah, so with that, since we, uh, 
since we basically just did cliff notes on the uh, uh, on the end of this episode, we're gonna take you back to the previous episode, Damimo, to finish it out. We're gonna take you to Vito slash Vincent's Instagram again. It does not matter which one of them Doesn't is which. Doesn't uh, And just just a taste of what charming human beings they are. Yes. So with that, I'm going to let them send you out. Thank you for listening this time. If you don't listen next time, you're going to go to hell. The fuck? I'm, out, I'm outside. I'm about to clean a pool. You want to know why? Because my fucking father don't give me a fucking break. Everybody go to his fucking comments right now and tell him Vinny means a fucking... Shut up. Hey, I'm doing a fucking video here, you dickhead. Move. Anyway, I'm out here because he told me to clean the pool. I'm not cleaning his fucking green-ass pool. What type of fish we got in here? Bass? Fucking seals swimming around like assholes? What is this? We got bugs. We got fucking Tarzan's balls stuck in the fucking drain board. It's sickening. It's like, what do you want to be when you see me? Woo! Greener than my fucking ass when I have swamp ass. It's greener than the grass on the fucking ground. What's down? What's up? The sky. It's gray. Just like the fucking pool. I don't know what's going on. It should match my fucking whole shirt. Look at that fire fucking shirt. Jesus goddamn Christ. Woo! This has been a Power Team Studios production. Woo!